0: What's This is Matt Dietz and this is Simply Explaining Insurance. This is the show where I tell you what you need to know about insurance in a way that you can understand it. Because I know what you don't know about insurance and I know what you need to know. All right, real quick. Check out my other podcast. It's called Agency Launch. It's about everything that I know about running an insurance agency. Um, all the episodes are really short, just like this one, five to ten minutes. I talk about sales, marketing, staffing, and retention. And then check out my masterclass at agencylaunch.net. And uh, it's 13 hours of me teaching you about all of those things and everything I've learned. I've already made this mistakes for you. So let me help you accelerate your career, helping you answer questions that you don't even know that you have yet. So check that out. And since you are an awesome podcast listener, why don't you go and uh, I'll give you 10% off of everything in agency launch. Uh, so when you check out, just type in podcast and you'll get 10% off. So check that out when you can. So today I wanted to talk about life insurance. I wanted to talk about the different kinds of universal life insurance policies that are out there and what might be a good fit for your client or for yourself. Okay. Okay. So, universal life insurance is a different animal. You know, we've it's it lives in the permanent life insurance world. You know, alongside maybe whole life, and um, these work a little bit differently. And there are some details in here that are really important for you to understand, so that you can fund them properly. Because if these aren't if these policies are not handled properly they will run out of money and they will go away. And uh, I've seen that happen too many times uh, because people aren't really taught how to fund these properly and to keep them healthy. These can be really powerful policies. If they are handled properly, you can grow a lot of cash in here. You can grow a lot of wealth in policies like these. And, uh, I just want to teach you kind of a little bit how they work, what the difference is between the three of them that I offer and, uh, you know, how to keep them healthy. Okay. So when it comes to universal life insurance, I'm going to tell you the difference between the three that I offer and then kind of how to fund these. Okay. So, there are three different kinds that I offer. One is really just a straight universal life policy. Okay, and when you fund a life insurance policy, when you pay your life insurance premium, uh, let's just say it's a let's say you're you're spending a hundred dollars a month into a, a, a universal life policy. A portion of that money goes and handles and takes care of the cost of insurance inside of the policy. Okay, and so a percentage of that will go and pay for the life insurance. <coughs> Well, excuse me, and uh, and some fees that are associated with policies like this. So when you put a hundred bucks in a month, let's say, and these numbers completely arbitrary, so they don't really mean anything. I'm just this is really just to help you explain how this works. So uh, twenty dollars will go and take care of the cost of life insurance, and you got eighty dollars left over. All right. So the difference between the three policies are where this eighty dollars ends up. In a straight universal policy, that eighty dollars will end up in an account. That will earn in my policy today a guaranteed three percent. All right. Earlier, even before I started as a agent, that number was four and a half percent. So these these guaranteed numbers uh, can change depending on the state of the economy. If you bought a universal life policy back in the early '80s, you might have gotten like ten or twelve percent. Okay. So right now it's a guaranteed 3%. So when you fund your policy, a little bit goes and takes care of the costs of the policy and the life insurance itself. And the rest will go into this guaranteed, you know, 3%. Okay. So that's one way to do it. Or that's one type of policy. right? The next type of policy is called an indexed universal life policy. And these work similarly, right? So you pay your monthly premium, let's say it's a hundred bucks and portion that goes and takes care of the life insurance and the other portion instead of going to a fixed account that's going to earn you three percent you get to pick from two indexes you get to pick from with my policy you can either invest in the russell 2000 or you can invest in uh an s&p 500 fund okay so you are tied to the market all right so if the market does well Your uh, the cash in that account will increase, obviously, and if it if it doesn't perform well, it it will not increase. (laughs) Uh, The nice thing about this policy is, though, there's a floor and a ceiling to how much you can earn and how much you can lose. Okay. The nice thing about this policy is, is the floor is 0%. So if the stock market, you know, goes down and it drops 10, 15, 20, 30, 40%, uh, you are protected and you won't lose any of the money. Okay. Um, But there is also a ceiling. So if the stock market does 15 or 20% increase in these funds, uh, your cap right now is 8.5 percent. So the most you can earn is 8.5 percent, and uh, I th- these can change too. I think when this policy first launched with us, I believe, you know, the ceiling was 10 percent might have even been higher, but I know it was It was 10% at one time. It, it may have started at 12, but don't hold me to that. I can't remember. It was 10 years ago, so I don't remember. Um, it's currently 8.5, okay? The last one is called a Variable Universal Policy, and this works the same way as well. Um, but you can choose from a myriad of mutual funds uh, from companies like... The American funds, or uh, principal funds, or we've got like eight, eight fund companies and thirty plus mutual funds that you can choose from. Everything from conservative bond funds all the way up to, you know, blue chip, uh, you know, uh, blue chip funds that you can invest in. So you, uh, you can do a hundred percent in one fund. You can do ten percent in ten funds. So you can do whatever you want. You can change the way that your money is invested, you know, with a form, if you wanted to change it as you get older and you want to move this money uh, into more uh, conservative investment, you can do that. And so uh, that's what a variable universal policy is. So the only difference is where the money gets placed, uh, the excess money gets placed when it comes to uh, how the money is going to be invested or traded. Okay. So the other thing that's really important to know about these funds, or these policies, excuse me, is when I work up a proposal for you, and I, and and you tell me how much life insurance you want to buy, and let's say you wanted to do $250,000 of permanent life insurance, I can work up a proposal in any of these uh, policies, and it will spit out uh, so as far as how we determine how much premium you can it will spit out something that we call target premium so i'll print out an illustration and it'll show you how this policy is going to react to uh, the amount of money that's going to be placed in it and we pick at least in the universal in the in the indexed and in the variable policy we choose uh a estimated rate of return i like 7% I think it's conservative. Um, some agents do eight percent. I wouldn't look at anything over eight uh, percent. Obviously, none of this is guaranteed. Um, you know, past results do not guarantee future profits. Yada yada. But so when you look at an illustration like this, it will show you how the money is going to perform over the life of the policy. Okay, so if you're going to have this policy for thirty years, it will show you if you invest. Uh, target premium, and again, these numbers are completely arbitrary. Let's say they're $100 a month. It will show you how much cash will be in this policy after 30 years of investing $100 a month. Let's assume your target premium is $100 a month, okay? Target premium essentially is the insurance company's way of saying, here's how much we recommend you put into this policy to keep it healthy, Okay, because the one caveat in these universal policies is remember that twenty bucks that I told you in the beginning it says twenty bucks is going to cover the cost of life insurance. Well, in these policies, the cost of life insurance increases a little bit every year. Okay, and uh, arbitrarily, I'm told it's generally about ten percent. Okay, about ten percent a year. Uh, in the beginning, when you're younger, I mean, the cost of life insurance is can be really low, like ten dollars a month. Then right, then it'll go to eleven dollars a month, ten percent more, right? and then it'll go to twelve and then it'll go and so but the problem is once you get to like into your 50s and 60s, the cost of life insurance in these policies is, uh, can be sixty dollars a month, seventy dollars a month, eighty dollars a month, thousand dollars a year And once you get to 70, you know, it can be a couple thousand dollars a year and it gets, it's higher and higher and higher. If you don't fund these policies properly and you're only putting in a hundred dollars a month. a year, and the cost of life insurance is $2,000 a year, okay, that's not enough to keep the policy healthy, okay, so if you pay $1,200 a year into a policy like this, and the cost of insurance is $2,000, it has to find $800 somewhere else, and it will find that in the cash account, and it'll take it from the cash account. The thing is, if you load these policies up early and you have enough money in there, so if you have $50,000 in this account when you're in your 70s, okay, and you earn 10% off of that seven fifty thousand you're going to make $5,000 in interest and you're going to put in $1,200 of premium. So let's, uh, what is that? Uh, what did I say? $6,200, you're gonna increase your cash value in that policy. And the cost of insurance is only gonna be $2,000. So your net increase is still gonna be $4,200. Okay. The other thing that you wanna know about these policies is the best way to handle these policies is to max fund them, meaning there is there's an amount of money you can put in these policies uh, monthly or annually. There's a there's a maximum amount you can put in before this type of policy will change into something called a modified endowment contract, and I that's not something I'm going to get into or explain, but it becomes something that becomes taxable. Okay, there there are tax consequences to doing to, to entering into a modified endowment contract. So, but the the maximum you can put in these policies is is pretty substantial and again, arbitrary number, but in my experience, I mean, you can put in about three times the amount of what the target premium is. Okay. Sometimes even more. So if your premium is hundred bucks a month, you can cap this thing out. You can say, I want to put in more. I want to put in $300 a month. Okay. And then the cat, all that, that extra, remember 20 bucks a month in my example goes towards uh, the life insurance and the other $80 goes into the cash account. If you put in $300, Okay, $20 is going to go handle the life insurance. $280 is going to go into the cash account, and it's just going to grow substantially faster. All right, and after 10, 15, 20 years, the magic of compound interest will come into play, and the, these policies really explode. Okay, so um, that's the nuts and bolts on how these policies work. The other, th- the, I guess the last thing is you don't have to pay target premium to keep these policies going. Okay. There's actually a minimum premium, which is really the cost of insurance and fees. And then nothing goes into the cash account. This is stupid. Okay? Don't do this. What ends up happening is this policy just gets more expensive every year because what did I say earlier? The cost of life insurance goes up every year. So you, if you're planning on doing something like that, buy a term policy. Okay? you lock a, a cheap rate in. And it'll actually be less expensive for you if you just bought a term policy, okay these policies you know should serve a dual purpose you know primarily they're a life insurance policy, but secondarily, they can uh, grow cash for you okay so that's how these policies work that's how the cash grows in these policies that's how you should fund these policies and there are other benefits and things like that I won't get into right now, like drawing uh you can use this as a stream of retirement. If you fund these policies, or policies properly for many years, you have a lot of money in there, and you can start withdrawing money from these accounts. It's your money, right? And so you can start using that as a stream of income. And there are tax benefits to to doing that, because you won't get taxed on the principal that was paid into the policy, and you can't get taxed on a loan. That's a different strategy that I teach. And, um, if you want to learn more about that, there's a book called the power of zero that explains it really well. So, so there you go. Um, that's how universal life policies work or work. My name's Matt. This is simply explaining insurance. You can find me all over the place. Why don't you find me on LinkedIn and connect with me there? Why don't you find me on Twitter and Instagram? I'm at Dietz agency. Of course, don't forget to check out AgencyLaunch.net. And uh, if you want to send me a text, then connect with me in my texting community at 208 213 8809. Thank you so much for listening and keep up. Well, actually, that's my other tagline be safe. Anyway, on the wind blows, anyway, all the fire flies.